0: Southern Soul Livestream is a weekly talk show and music hangout where the hosts learn your name and just might remind you of a favorite relative. We spotlight fascinating people, discuss current events, and pay special attention to lifting up generations. So if you want to know more, learn more, be more, or just be, Southern Soul Livestream is the place for you. Join us every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Just log on, kick back, and experience the eclectic vibe. Check us out at soullivestream.com. We're
1: going to start with our first entrepreneur, Miss Shayla Renano of girl, Black Girl Wine Society. And then we're going to meet with Miss Ashley Rawlinson and talk about her heritage wines brand. Sister Girl is doing so much. All kinds of creative stuff, and she got big eyes on the prize. But before we get to that, Shayla, what's up, girl? How are you doing?
0: Hey, how are you? I'm doing great.
1: I am so excited for you to be here. I mean, in preparing for this show, I'm researching, I'm doing my research. You are all over the internet, girl. I'm <laughs> like, who is your publicist? I mean, I mean, can I get down? I mean, Southern Soul. We need some yes. of that.
0: <laughs> you got. You got to get her. Her name is Sharonda. She's amazing. Um, but she's doing a good job sharing the story, and that's all I can ask for. Look,
1: that is so beautiful. But you know, I, I love your story. I love you know the things you were doing. You've been doing so. But you know, tell us about you. Right. Tell us about you. Your background. How you got started in wine entre- entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah. So I am a, well, I guess how I got started in wine entrepreneurship. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, This wasn't my first business, but I actually was asked to sell wine by a friend who was working for one of the companies that does like, um, you know, wine parties and that kind of thing. And I was like, eh, you know, does this company even have any Black people working for them? Do they even target Black people? And when I started doing research on the company, no one on the website looked like me. Um, And I just was kind of like, I don't know that I really want to get behind a brand that doesn't believe in diversity and inclusion. And so I then started a deep dive on the internet um, and really just started looking around at the lack of representation and that's what inspired me to start black girls wine. Um, I knew eventually I would start our national society. Um, I knew that it would be a club, have a country club feel and a sorority feel too. Um, and so I just took time building the brand and connecting with other wine lovers and launched it.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. You know, in, in in checking out you and, some of the chapters tell us about black girl wine society because you said you knew it would be a society so this is more than just wine it is a society what is, is it a lifestyle i mean or you guys yes.
0: buy, I mean, <laughs> you tell us about
1: it. it what is black girl wine society
0: Yeah, no, you are spot on. Black Girls Wine Society is all about the lifestyle of wine. It's for women who are really serious about their wine journey. They're interested in learning more about wine, expanding their palates. They're interested in wine travel and connecting with other amazing Black women who love wine just as much. Um, I always tell people who are like, oh, I love a good glass of wine. And I'm like, this is not for the casual drinker. Um, So in the society, we have... Thirty plus chapters um, across the country. We have members worldwide. We have virtual events all month long and we have in-person events in our local chapters across the country. And so every single month you'll see meetups in Chicago, in Richmond, in New York, in Atlanta, in Baltimore, all over of women getting together, expanding their palettes um, together in this sisterhood.
1: Wow! Wow! I I love the sisterhood part, and you know I can feel it, right? Whenever I, I look at you know one of your meetups and experiences, it's kind of cool, right? I feel like you guys are the cool kids, right? You're all doing your thing, you know. You're beautiful. You got your natural hair flowing. I, I'm a little jealous, right? I mean, can guys hang out? Can 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 it be a brotherhood too? Can we come? I mean, what I mean, what what is the sisterhood about it? So it's not just for everybody. I mean, who do y'all include? I mean, I know y'all inclusive. <laughs> Who participates? Well,
0: you know what? We do get a lot of questions. And I saw somebody ask um, if we have a chapter in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, we do. Um we get a lot of questions about the guys. and So typically what I do for the guys is a couple times a year we will have an open event or something like that. We definitely will have some stuff next year that the guys are welcome to attend. Um, But we are for women only. If it's one thing I've learned the older I've gotten is that women need a space, right? And statistically when women have that girl time every single month, they function better overall. They're happier, they're more fulfilled, they perform Better at work and are more fulfilled at home when they have time to step away, and so that was really important to me that women would have this protected space.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, definitely, I will not be too envious, but I will be looking for what they call it—the open event, Ren. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ren, we have to put some <laughs> on our ankles, brother, and we will have to go to this open event, Ren. You know, yeah, they got in one in yeah, right I heard now. That down. So, 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 t- you, you mentioned a key thing. Um, the type of shows we do here at Southern Soul is we talk about things such as <laughs> diversity and inclusion. And I love the, how you describe it. You say you you look on the website look, and you don't see anybody that looks like you. Right. And mm-hmm. some people are like what? Wine? That's a lifestyle thing. You know, it's, it's less important. But I think it is serious. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's serious to be able to see people that look like you on these various brands. Right. I mean, what are uh-huh. your thoughts, Shaylin?
0: No, it's actually very serious. Um, I actually was participating in a conference and was asked to be on a panel um, in front of winemakers. And the number one question that all the winemakers had was, how do we get black people to come to our wineries? And the first thing first is, well, no one on your website looks like them. And it looks like all you have is bluegrass concerts. So unless you're targeting a very, very specific, I don't know any Black people who listen to Bluegrass, but maybe there are a few out there who also like wine, but you're eliminating a huge audience by not including the types of things that we enjoy as well. And people go where they're welcome. If I don't see anyone reflective of me in your staff, in your audience and nothing, then what reason do I have to then patronize the business? Because it doesn't look as if I am welcome, or people who look like me, even frequent
1: this space. Awesome, you know, I I love that because, I mean, I'm, I'm actually kind of speechless because you know the way you broke it down, it it's so simple, right? But I can imagine for some people that was complicated. Like y'all ain't got no um y'all doing bluegrass. Where's the um what is it the neo soul?
0: Yeah, can we get neo soul? Can we get some r b like? Can we that do a, uh,
1: uh, what, like a, a and trap? <laughs> exactly. Could you imagine a wine, what would they call them again? A wine um, festival?
0: A wine yeah. festival or a tasting that actually is targeted at African-Americans. Like, I've been to plenty of wine festivals. Number one, the music is never anything that I'm putting on in my car. Mm-hmm. And two, like, and that's why you see so few People and then also the marketing, they don't even market in places where African Americans typically are. Like you might see a wine festival flyer at a grocery store, or if you look it up on Facebook, but most of the time, they're in places where or in neighborhoods, they're marketing it where Black people aren't, so we don't hear about it. It's not designed or curated for us. And that's what the society is all about. Like during Black History Month, we might do like a Black History and wine trivia together. Sometimes we might have like a Martin and Merlot night. So now we're, we're sipping Merlot and we're doing Martin trivia. Like it's curated all for us. It's about our culture and incorporating that into a wine lifestyle.
1: I love it. I love it. And, you know, at the end, we're going to do um, some Q&A. So people who are listening, if you got a question for Shayla, because you're curious about one of her organizations, her society, what she's doing, this sister is doing it big. She's been on TV. I think she's been on, um, I don't know. I think she was in the Source magazine. I don't even think they published anymore. She everywhere, y'all. Y'all got to get to know Shayla. Invite her to your Thank city. You. You know, say, Shayla, we trying to get this concert off the ground. Can you come, you know, be our pioneer and get, I- I'm calling it, Sisley. We're doing a Neo Soul Festival, Wine Festival in Charlotte, you know, featuring Shayla Vernado. She's going to be our keynote and we're going to have a wine. Oh, man, Ren, yeah. That'd be it's... beautiful. That
0: would be beautiful. Look.
1: <laughs> so, so tell me this. What mm-hmm. can we do, right? Um, and I'm going to... Um, get other people's perspective on this as well. But what do you think we as consumers need to Mm do to better support black owned wine businesses? First of all, are there any black owned wine businesses?
0: Oh my God. Yeah. There's over a hundred. Okay. And the grand scheme of things is not a lot when you have thousands of winemakers out there, but there's over a hundred wine black owned wine brands um, in the industry and honestly, guys, it's as easy and simple as like walking in your wine store and asking for Black-owned wines, um, asking for them to stock them, asking for them to order them and going out, going out of your way and making sure that you order them. A lot of them are available online. Support them. Share that with your local wine, um, wine shops and stuff, though, because if you don't ask for it, then they're not going to stock it.
1: Awesome, awesome. So, just like on the radio, if you want to hear a certain song, you got to call and be like, Hey, I'm purchasing from this website. Here's my receipt. If y'all want this money, y'all need to get this wine. And just so you know, we're going to share in the chat later tonight a list curated by our own Summer Walker of some of her favorite black owned wines. So, you guys can actually get a jump start and start. And I heard. You know emily already been to the store shopping because she got the list i don't know how she somebody leaked the list y'all so <laughs> emily already shopping so uh, i'll figure out um who then leaked all of the southern Soul lists but anyway back to the topic so one last question and then we're going to talk to mrs ashley so t- tell me this this is a goofy question right but have <laughs> you had any silly wine moments since you first started drinking now this could be in the beginning This could be now. Any embarrassing stories you want to tell us?
0: Um, You know, I think all new wine lovers, like all new wine drinkers, we have those stories. Like, you know, when you first see the word Merlot, you may say Merlot. Mm -hmm. Um, When you see the word Sauvignon Blanc, you might you might pronounce it differently. Um, Pinot Noir. A lot of people say Pinot Noir. Um, So there's a lot of things that, you know, those mispronunciations, those common misconceptions um, about wines. For me, I started my show when I did it for um, four seasons Um, and I did Wine Down Live, reviewing wines live. And I've learned so much. I've gotten two certifications since I started. So my knowledge where I am now, where I was then is so different. So I listen, I don't have to tell you, you guys can still go back and watch the old episodes. Mm-hmm. they're on Facebook from 2017 2018 and in the beginning when i was just like oh well you know this is it tastes kind of sweet or whatever versus now being able to say like okay you know it's a very fruit forward palette um mm-hmm. it definitely has some notes of cinnamon some notes of you know it's, it's very different now how i taste wine um and just the level of knowledge and sharing that i can do now versus what i could do then oh my gosh it's, it's 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 kind of embarrassing but um i'm proud of like the growth that i've had and been able to share um my journey i and i did that for a reason i wanted people to feel like they could connect with me because we all start there right like nobody Wine is not something culturally in the African-American community that we are educated on or exposed to as young children, right? Like I know in my household, we associated liquor with, you know, not, um, what's the word, alcoholics, right? We associated with the neighborhood drunks. It was never like a wine as something to study and to know and to um, learn and enjoy. So, um, you know, it's life, it's okay we
1: all make our wine mistakes well you know i i I love that and i'm glad you mentioned um your references if you don't mind dropping into the chat where we can follow you um because (laughs) you mentioned some of your shows you also mentioned um um because i I didn't find your show but i definitely found some of your articles in your website but if you don't mind um for the team i've heard hey we want to get this information after the show so this will be published in the podcast two weeks from now In addition, um, um, we're going to make sure that it's in the chat. So if you don't get it today, definitely in two weeks from now, when this show is published um, on Apple Podcasts, you guys will be able to get it then. So, Shayla, um, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for sharing with us your experience. If you have time hang out after Ashley's um, interview. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a little Q and A and we're gonna see what the audience thinks, you know, because there may be somebody out there who wants to start a chapter. So one last thing, if somebody wants to start a Black Girl Wine Society chapter? Can they do that? Are you guys still- Oh my
0: gosh, we're always looking for new chapter presidents. So if you're someone who has some time, a little bit of time on your hands and you want to come on board and lead a group of amazing Black women in your city, we would love to have you. Um, Blackgirlswine.com is the website and you can become a member and you can start a chapter. Um, We're currently having our open enrollment doors closed on Sunday, October 31st. So this is the last uh, last chance this year um, that we're going to be doing an open enrollment. So if you're interested, definitely go ahead and apply and please, please, please come on board.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Shayla. Thank you. Let
0: me Thank find
1: you. Mrs. Ashley. So we can talk about Heritage Wines. Let's see. I'm going to replace her, make her the primary person. Then I'm going to add myself. Hey, Ashley, how are you doing? I'm
0: good, Calvin. How are you? Great, great. You know, I've,
1: OMG, it's been like two months since we first started. I thought I was doing a good thing, right? I'm going to book shows out, you know, 90 days in advance. And then in managing that, I'm like, oh, I got to remember, Thank you for being here, because I know you must have forgot. You're like, oh, this guy wants to interview me, but he talking about 30 (laughs) days from now. I don't know what I'm doing for tomorrow. What did you think when uh, we first approached you? Were you like, hey, what's up? Are those people crazy? What were you thinking?
2: No, never. Never that. I was very honored, honestly, um, because I'm very new to this whole situation. And to think that someone else saw me and was like, I want to talk to you. I was just like, who me? And um, Summer helped. So Summer was the one who kind of told me she had an interest in that she was you know, sharing my name. So I just appreciate it. I, I really am. I'm appreciative.
1: Well, well, thank you. Because, you know, we definitely like to find what we call fascinating people, right? And one of the things I really enjoyed about your story, excuse me, is that you were fascinating for different reasons. Because you haven't always been an entrepreneur, right?
2: I still don't consider myself one. So I guess if I have to, you know, maybe label it a little bit, I call myself a part time preneur um, because I still have a full time job. So this is this is not my full time gig.
1: Awesome. So what's your background like? Did you study politics, you know, history? Oh,
2: no, 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 no. Um, So my background is in public health. So I am a program manager and I work at a health department and I've been doing that now for 13 years and I'm still there. Okay, so you've recently started
1: Heritage Wines. I love that. You know, you got the emphasis on the her, so people know where you're coming from. Tell us about Heritage Wine. What is it, and what do you do?
2: So right now, it started as a brand because, similar to what Sherry was mentioning, I was noticing once I started getting into wine, there were not a lot of wine drinkers who looked like me who knew about it, even in my circle of friends, my close, you know, family, and I come from a dry household, and my family doesn't drink. But um, no, no one else knew about it. And the little that we did know was the, you know, the basics, or that we knew we drank sweet wine, and that was pretty much it. And so, I was honestly exposed to it by a white coworker who invited me over for a gathering. And that's what she had, and I was just like, and I'm, then I started thinking to myself, like, why don't we drink this? Like, you know, we only drink liquor for the most part, and there's more to it. And I'm I'm trying to understand why. So I started kind of digging around a little more to find different avenues, specifically on social media of, you know, why specifically Black women? Because I was like, I can't be the only one that is going to drink wine in my circle. And so as I learned, I wanted to share it with my friends. I started getting connected to more um, groups and organizations. And I am loving that Shayla was here because Black Girls Wine is definitely, you know, where I got my start and how, the, you know, the support and the resources and everything was there. So I am always appreciative to Shayla and what she's doing with BGW. Um, and so from there, it just kind of skyrocketed. And I, I, the more I thought about it, I was just like, of course, there's not enough Black women who drink wine. There's not enough of us who know about it. I think, you know, we go into these spaces and we are judged or we looked at funny because we may not know what we're talking about or, you know, they're expecting us to know more than we know. So why can't we just drink it and enjoy it like we would you know, a margarita or whatever else and still have the same experience. So I think I just kind of started it mainly because for me, it wasn't there.
1: Awesome. You know, I put a poll on Facebook just because what you said, it has some nuances and people may not feel it. So I'm going to break it down. So what I've heard consistently is wine is a social drinking experience. It sounds like it has opportunity. So what my poll says, Hey, is beer or wine more of a social drink 75 percent of the people came back and said wine is more social is that your experience I don't know I, I just don't understand it maybe I don't get it you know I drink wine I like a little wine but I'm more of a cognac man what do you think hmm? it is do you think wine is totally social what is it with it it's you and your girlfriend I mean I can imagine you don't want to drink alone. But wine has a social flair to it. What is it for you? I, you
2: know, I don't like to, but I will now. You know, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm okay with that. And now, I you know, I have a group of friends where I don't feel like I need to drink alone because they're always willing to drink and sip, sip with me. But I do feel like it's, it is and it can be an experience. You know, you're specifically for women, in my opinion. You get your girlfriends, um, y'all are drinking wine. You feel elegant. You feel sophisticated. You feel grown. And I really think it's uh, just a matter of. I'm a grown up. I need, you know, I want to drink wine. Now you got the cute glasses that go along with it. Like it's a whole, it's a whole to do, you know, you have the different accessories that you can add to all of these, to the, your wine glasses, to the bottles, you know, there's little bags you can carry your wines in. So it just makes it, yeah, it's a whole vibe. And I think, you know, the more you experience it and drink it and learn it and you bring your girls with you, it is truly an experience, right? You may not remember we just went through three bottles, but you remember that you laughed the whole time or what you were watching or what you were eating. And so it starts to tie in with like what you were doing versus like what you were drinking for the most part.
1: You, you know, hearing you talk about, it, I'm a little jealous because you know what I'm drinking. my <laughs> drink with the fellas, a little Jack and Coke or whatever. I'm not having no experiences. I'm not putting any accessories on my, it's the same. you know, um, my tumble, you understand. It.
2: It's a, it's, you know, it's a fe- It has to be a female thing.
1: Yeah. But, Tell us about Heritage Wine, because I happen to know you have various products and accessories that you have, like your shirt on, right? Isn't that like a Heritage Wine
2: gear? It's her, right? So I did, um, I originally branched out with having a Milan apparel because I really felt like for me and for other Black women that we like to express our love for things through what we wear um, so that we can ultimately be walking billboards or, you know, it's a conversation starter. Like, girl, where you get that from? Well, that was real cute um, type of situation. And, you know, if the shirt says maybe what you're feeling, like, you know, there's various things that can go on different, that people put on shirts all the time. It's just a way of expression to say that I'm, I am a Black woman, but I do drink wine and it's not to, and I'm not to be judged by it. And um, I know one of them specifically I do love, it's like, it's it's not a receipt, it's my wine prescription. So, you know, you, it's just little things that you feel like you can express, it's another way of expression. So between the apparel and I started with a few wine glasses, um, just as to give us something else to you know express and share our, our love for wine.
1: Awesome. So I'm gonna throw this in here. I already know the, uh, the answer, but how has COVID in the virtual thing changed the way you connect around wine? So are you, have you been doing different things? Do you, you know, do you do use, you know, social media? Like, do you still, you know, get together with the ladies or uh, what has changed, you know, during the times of COVID?
2: Mm -hmm. So for me, I started in COVID. I started this year, so February. So I'm not even, I'm coming up on a year old, but not quite. So everything to me has been virtual. But um, connecting with the women are still, we still meet and like it's called virtually now. So now it's more of a... Um, you know a zoom connection or you know google meets type of thing where we want to meet up and then now I've hosted a few events or maybe two for like the general public I mean I live in Durham and so it's an area where you know people are now starting to get over the whole virtual thing and they want to meet up in person so I would like to of course be safe and you know especially encourage you if you feel any sickness don't come (laughs) I love you but don't come Um, And making sure that we are, you know, protecting ourselves, you know, there's mask mandates and hand sanitizers and, you know, make sure you've been tested and all this, you know, good stuff to make sure we go through the proper procedures. But at the end of the day, you know, you start hanging around the same type of people, you kind of get a feel for, oh, we good. Because at this point, you know, you still, for the most part, home. So you haven't been around too many people. But I think certain ones, for me specifically, you're starting to slowly branch out and do things in person because it's nothing like that face-to-face interactions to be able to laugh in the same space versus over the computer screen cheers you know physically um and you know have more fun that way
1: awesome awesome and i'm thinking you also are known to do a uh, instagram live every now and then
2: i do not like the live thing you, you like know the, i you no, so cool. no i've done it maybe twice but Special occasions. You know, my birthday was probably the first one. And then I've done a few giveaways and I was like, I'm gonna go live just so they don't think I'm cheating, you know, with the whole winter thing. But if it's a matter of just like getting up there and chopping it up regularly, I'm so hesitant. I do not like the whole the live thing. Well,
1: I would have never guessed. I think I may have seen you once or twice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she seems so natural. So go figure. So let's talk about this demographic. Oh, Diversity, inclusion. I think you were telling us um, when we were chatting, you know, through a dry run that there are somewhere around 11K wineries in the United States, but only 1% of black,
2: right? A little less than 1%. So I share with them like 100 or so of us or, of, you know, black people that actually own a wine brands. So it's, it's not well, a lot. It's more than, you know, more than it was, but still not enough. Cool. So tell me, what
1: do you think, you know, wine companies, you know, can do differently or better to just raise this awareness around black voices? Because one of the things that you told me before, you say we drink wine and we drink a lot of it. And I'm also <laughs> hearing another point is that the stigma around wine as an alcohol has totally evolved. So mm-hmm. what do you think wine companies can do differently to embrace, I, you know, black voices?
2: I think they can just, um, like welcome them like they would any other brand. I don't think, you know, they're not different. They just may have had a harder struggle or a longer journey to get where they are. Um, But their wines are amazing and just as good. uh, Again, they're subjective. So everyone is not going to like everything, but, you know, give them a chance and get them in the stores. And we as consumers, like go ask for them and not just on Black History Month. Like it's, it's November almost like why can't we have a, a highlight in the, in the wine store in the front in November not just in February so you know asking about them like where are the black owned wines and they may point you in a direction and there's one um and you're like that it where you know where's the rest of them and for those who are willing to do that um I would you know patronize those even more you know say that I'm I'll tell my friends to come shop with you because you look out for us or you, you know, you understand and you want to, you actually are making an effort to put these wines in your shop. So.
1: You know, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it, but there typically are like that one or two stores in a city where they're known to say, Hey, you know, we like this wine, you know, we come across town to buy this wine from you. Mm -hmm. I love that approach. I think I heard my dad use that approach on occasion. So, um, How about this? Any favorite, you know, Black-owned wine um, of your own? I mean, are you like the celebrity wine drinker or do you have any others?
0: So
2: I can't say I'm the celebrity wine drinker just yet. And I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite because there's so many that I have not tried just yet. But I am definitely a fan of making sure and wanting to support the Black-owned brands. I am kind of funny because when I do get them, I'm... I almost don't want to open them because I want to hold on to them and, you know, stack my little stockpile up just a little bit. But at the same time, I want to drink them, too. So like, how do I balance the two? But, um, yeah, I just I want to make sure. And I, for my brand also, I definitely am a huge supporter of black owned brands. And I want to make sure that I am sharing all the black owned brands that I know that I've personally tried. And then when it comes to like the events, I want to make sure that I send my guests home with the black owned wine they can try it themselves and I want to, you know, that's, that's the way that I can also expose them to something different, whether they like it or not. That's, you know, that's up to them. And they may not try, they may not like it, but at least that's one extra bottle that they probably didn't have that they may not have known existed that they now can say, Oh, I, I didn't know he did that. Or I didn't know they made that kind of wine. So as far as a favorite, if I'm talking maybe a varietal Riesling is my favorite. Okay. Um, But as far as a brand, you know, I'm, I support us at all costs. So all of them are going to be my favorite, probably.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And we're going to share that soon to make, if you don't mind getting that link ready, we're going to share our list um, curated by um, Summer of Black on Wine. It's going to take you directly to um, their websites. But if you find some of these that you like, then make sure that you find that store that you freaking often let them know the wine that you like to drink and let them know If you stop stop with them
2: online, tag them on Instagram, majority of them will, you know, reshare and appreciate you for even shopping with them because they're still, you know, a small business as well. So they're very appreciative. So, you know, tag them and you'll likely see that they're going to respond back to you or reshare what you just posted about them.
1: I love it. I love it. So one last question before we go Mm -hmm. open form and we're going to get some discussion questions from the audience. Silly wine moments. (laughs) Ashley. Be vulnerable with us. Tell us about some of your early wine vulnerable moments. Cause I know, you know, similar mm. to um Shayla, I know you're sophisticated now. I'll be seeing the pictures. I see you. <laughs> Not y- quite. So that's why I'm, me and Rian, we're gonna get ready. Hey Ren, we're gonna um yeah, we gonna get a, a seersucker suit it's gonna be springtime and we're going to Charlotte. They got an open event. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> yeah. So, um a silly, silly
2: moment. Wine moment. So I think I, I can, I can definitely co-sign a lot of what Taylor said with the terminology and before I knew what I knew. But I also feel like at the very beginning, you know, you're sitting in these spaces and people are swirling and they're smelling and they're trying to figure out what they get. And I was just like, I get wine. I get alcohol. Like, I don't know what I get. I just know it's, it's wine. That's all I get. Um, but then the more you do it, you know, you figure out specifically what you may be getting but and I feel like it's okay to say that I have people like I get grapes I don't know what I'm getting but that's what I get right it's just but enjoy what you got sis enjoy every grape that you feel like you're tasting in your glass it's fine and now I would say my it's not really an embarrassment, but it's I think it's the cutest thing so I have a two-year-old and when I'm drinking my wine which is pretty regular at night you know I have a glass and it's only when I'm drinking out of a stem glass and I hold it and he'll go get his cup and he'll come to me and he'll be like, cheers. And so we got a cheers to whatever he's drinking in his cup, milk juice, whatever and it is to me. Um, and I was like, "Dang, am I drinking too much? But then I'm like, but he knows but so if it's a regular stemless glass, if it's a different mug, if it's a tumbler, he don't pay me no mind. But if it's that glass, maybe he knows that at that moment mommy is in her in her mommy mode. And so he gonna cheers me and we don't, you know, we don't, we don't have a good night. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. He knows what that means. You know, I was recently. He know what
2: that means. Don't touch my glass. Don't touch my
1: glass. They they (laughs) definitely know. Recently, I noticed with my son that if he discovers (laughs) that I'm a little down, he'll start doing goofy stuff trying to cheer me up. So I noticed it recently. I'm like, you know what? You know what I mean? You got to appreciate it. But he definitely knows. So let's do some open discussion. And then what we're going to have is DJ lady Afro Sheen, She always have a special um, set for us tonight. So Afro Sheen, if you don't mind getting ready, let's talk and let's do some um, audits. So in the audience, um, two ways. Sometimes people are a little shy, so put it in the chat. If you're not, then feel free to unmute yourself, raise your hand, and we'll make sure that you get a chance to ask your question. And Shayla, uh, I saw you chatting, but um, I don't see you on the screen. But if you're still here, we can bring you back. So um, we can just do some open discussion. So, what questions um, do we have? Does the audience have?
0: Y'all definitely talk to us.
1: <laughs> now I got some to get us started. Um, so feel free to put it in the chat. And if you haven't put it in chat now, let me just go and so this is for Shayla. Also, there's Shayla. I see her now. I'm gonna add her to the spotlight. So let's see, what discussion question do I have? Wine profiling, I love this one, just don't know how it's described. Have you ever been profiled while shopping for wine? It may sound silly, it may sound goofy, but I think it's real. What do you think about wine profiling and you got any stories and experience or how you would deal with such, like what happens? What exactly does that mean? So let's go with, you first, Ashley, what do you think wine profiling is? Have you ever experienced that? What does it
2: mean? Mm, I was hoping he was going with Shayla first. Um, <laughs> not personally, you know, I, I've definitely heard many stories and I, I know that a lot of people assume because I'm black, I automatically like sweet wines I and mean, may, you know, want to direct me to the Moscatos and whatever else, the Stella Rosa and all that kind of stuff, because they assume that's what I like without asking me what do I like or what don't I like, and approach me that way.
1: Awesome. Anything, uh, Shaylee, you want to add to my new created term, of wine profiling?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, wine profiling, I, I love it. Um, it starts at the corporate level. Um... The only wines that are really marketed to African-Americans are wines that are made by rappers and ball players, And a lot of them are sweet wines. Um, the first wines we've been seeing that aren't sweet are the ones that have come out the last couple of years where um, D. Wade, Mary J. Blige, John Legend, they produced some varietals or they had some, some wine produced that wasn't sweet. But when you look at the Nicki Minaj's and all the wines that were popular, in the songs back when we were in college, all they talked about was sweet wines and the industry continues to perpetuate those stereotypes. And so then you get those experiences where you go to a restaurant and they're like, hey, you know, well, we have a, we have a Riesling and we have a, and usually I'm like, no, just bring me the champagne, please. Um, and, and they look like, oh, okay. Like, and they're surprised, but it's because they already have these stereotypes in their mind.
1: So with the sweet wine, is it really the perception that if a wine is sweet, then it's for beginners or people, you know, they don't really have a diverse palate, so they're just going to go for the simples, what they're accustomed to? The sweetness is that what it is?
0: Um. Well, you know, our palates are trained; they're mm-hmm. sugar-trained from the time we're young. Um, you drink juices and sodas and. Candy and so typically whenever we're drinking a beverage and especially when it comes to um, cocktails and that kind of stuff, we, you know, our palates are so trained for sweetness that that's what we look for um but typically as your palate matures you do start to grow an appreciation for um drier and various styles of wine um it just it comes with time and territory because it is going to taste bitter right it's just like having a cup of tea made or i got a better example for all my other fellow southern people it's just like having sweet tea in the north versus sweet tea in the south like that sweet tea in the north, I don't think I would ever get adjusted to it, but it's the same thing with wine. Like your palate has to, um, it gets adjusted depending on where you are. Exactly. Amanda said brown, brown water. and <laughs> northern tea is definitely brown water. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Disgusting.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So how would a person go about developing um, a broader taste for wine? Like as mm. one people would say, expanding their palates letting it evolve mm-hmm. any recommendations on that um uh, ashley or what drink we drink
2: more if you're like hey we drinking, like drink and drink get more of range? Time. okay drink drink it drink it drink it drink all of it like just just drink more of it and there's really no other way to to try it you know you don't have what you like but in order to know what you like and try it then yeah and get you know it, um experiment with it try it with foods if you know you feel like you want to do that as well but yeah just drink more of it so the more you drink it the more your palate will expand
1: awesome so definitely don't be shy experiment Mm -mm. what am i hearing Mm -mm. from you shayla any recommendations for people who want to you know be a little adventurous with their wine they don't want to keep drinking the same thing any suggestions for that shayla
0: I piggyback off Ashley. You got to drink more. Um, You can't learn to appreciate Merlot if you don't expose your palate to other dry wines. The Pinot Noirs, the Cabernet Sauvignon, you know. um, You just have to drink and be open. Um, Nobody's saying you have to order a whole glass or drink the whole bottle. Um, Go to Wine tastings. They're a great place to develop your palate because then you get to try different things and you only bought a ticket for $20. So, but drink
1: as much as you can. Awesome. Awesome. Well, ladies, we
0: have a thank- couple of questions in the chat. Oh, we got questions yeah. now. Yes.
1: Go ahead. Tamika, you want to ask those
0: questions? Sure. Um, I'll ask both Meredith's and Amanda's cause they kind of are uh, similar. So what are some of the benefits Shayla of joining um, your society? And uh-huh. along with that, Um, Amanda wanted to know if we could talk a little bit about what it includes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great questions. Thank you, ladies. Um, so the society, when it comes to the benefits, we offer a lot of perks. So we have a partner program. We're partnering with a lot of black-owned wine labels and various wine labels from around the world. Um, different, <laughs> different um, wine brands and companies that offer our members an exclusive discount. Um, we curate travel for our members. We design wine trips and. They're only for only available for our members. We host two biannual tastings a year. Those are our big tastings that our chapters are able to participate in, and they're hosted in all of the city locations. Um, every single month, there is a meetup for each chapter, so you get an opportunity to grow your palate, practice the art of tasting wine, and developing your um, developing your palate together. Um, we offer virtual uh events every single month throughout the month and we also have a wine education series so you're not just meeting up and having a great time you also get to learn in the process so as your palate grows, you're developing. And I'll tell you, Amanda, that one lifestyle, It for us, it includes not only the connection and the sisterhood, but the opportunity to show up differently in spaces where usually we're expected to only like sweet wines. Um, so that lifestyle is growing that palate together alongside others, having access um, that you normally wouldn't have access to, special discounts and also being able to connect with other women who are interested in growing too. Wine is a life skill, okay? I can't tell you how many opportunities there are when you can go to company functions, speak with your CEO and be able to say, hey, you know, I I love this wine, did you enjoy it? Um, It's not your typical Merlot, I like this style and to be able to have a conversation. It's a it's the perfect icebreaker and it's the perfect connector, regardless of who or where somebody is from. So it really can be a huge door opener of opportunity.
1: O-M-G, drop the mic. That's how Shayla roll, y'all. And I'm telling y'all, if you look at the pictures, they be dressing up. You see how, you know, that little <laughs> shine she got? You know, I ain't gonna tell y'all her sorority I'm gonna let y'all guess, but I'm telling you, <laughs> these women show up to these wine things looking good. And so I don't know how it is. Maybe it's, you know, I feel like there's a fashion component, too. I mean, Shayla, y'all got some, like, fashion, you know, f- you know, competition going on, too? I mean, I'm just... Oh. <laughs> we
0: don't have a competition, but we definitely have a good time dressing up and going out. Um, we actually did have a partnership with a Black fashion designer not too long ago. So we did brunch with her, and she gave us, like... Oh, wonderful discount. Oh, um, so we do have like, we have fun. We have fun dressing up, getting together um, and the connection that you make. Just, you know, you look, Black women, you know how we do. Hey girl, you looking good? Mm-hmm. This is all in fun.
1: I- I'm still jealous. I'm jealous. Brothers, we got to get together. We're going to have to do some, I don't know, cigars and boots. I don't know, whatever we doing. Ashley, one question for you. Um, one thing that I didn't mention earlier that I know you're passionate about is wine education. Tell the people about your path in wine education, where you started, where you're going, because I think you recently just got a certification, right?
2: I did. Um, so originally, I, of course, had none. you know, my, my professional background is in public health, it's in prevention, it's not in wine, it's not in drinking. Um, and so, as I've gone through it and resources and being connected and understanding the importance of it, and before wanting to start my own brand, and I felt like not only do I want others to take me seriously, but I want to take myself seriously and I need to know what I'm talking about. And I want to know, you know, the basics and I want to know the in-depth, I want to know it all. Um, so I did have gone through two levels of WSET or Wine and Spirit Education Trust where I, you know, did these courses and took the test to be able to say that I'm certified in these certain levels. And I know what I'm talking about, a little bit. I'm still learning, so I don't, definitely don't, Claim to be the expert. I still feel like I am an amateur at tasting and figuring out what's in my glass. Um, but of course, the more I do it, the more I drink, I am getting a lot better at it. But at the same time, it's just kind of like I, yeah, I can't, you know, I can't really speak to, of course, you know, trusting these Black brands and me wanting to be one of those, not giving it my all and mm-hmm. not putting my whole, you know, put my whole self into it. So I have recently did just pass my second level. Don't know if I'm gonna go on to the other ones just yet, because that's a lot of work. But um for now I'm gonna stay put. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: something tells me you will. I think there's four levels,
2: right? It is, yeah. It I might, but for now i you know, it's a lot. I trying I was trying to juggle, you know, my my toddler and I had a sick husband at the time and I'm still working and we were working from home and it's COVID. It, it was a lot. Um and so when I take, when I if I go for that third one, I need to make sure I'm in a you know, a good space to really focus and make sure that I, I give them my all and not
1: just, you know, half step it. So, awesome, awesome. Well, ladies, thank you tonight for joining us.
0: Thank you for joining us at Southern Soul Livestream Talk Show. Join us weekly at soullivestream.com. If you're joining us live, we'll take a quick music break and then come back for a discussion with the audience.